Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna Wayarda Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan Abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islam wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam And for guiding us to the sunnah Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala في كتابه الكريم لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله وتلك الأمثال نضربها للناس لعلهم يتفكرون الله سبحانه وتعالى he says what translated means and had we revealed this Quran upon a mountain you would have seen it humble itself and crumble to dust out of fear of Allah. And thus these parables be put forward to mankind so that they may ponder, so that they may think, they may reflect. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ Quran," And will they not ponder and reflect over the Qur'an? In order to ponder and to reflect over the Qur'an, then we have to know first and foremost its meanings. We have to pay attention to it. We have to give to it much concern. It should be a concern for the believer. We continue going over the tafsir of Surah Al-Bayyina. We have reached the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ Allah Ta'ala, He says, And we did not command them, meaning those who were given the book previously, from previous nations. And likewise, the command that was given unto them is also applicable to us. And we did not command them. And in that, there is also an indication that the deen is by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Islam, and how we practice Islam, is not according to what I say. It's not according to what Fulan says. It's not according to what this one or that one says. But rather Islam, and what it is and how we practice it, it's according to how we have been commanded, according to how we have been instructed in the Qur'an, and the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, as understood by the Sahaba. That is what is Islam. It is by the command. He says, And they were not commanded except to do what? Except to worship Allah alone, making all of the religion sincere unto Him. That all of our way of life, all of our life is sincere for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we establish the tawheed, that we have ikhlas in everything that we do. That monotheism, 
it is the beginning of our concern, the middle of our concern, and the end of our concern. Imam Nikathiri mentions, he says, it's like Allah Ta'ala's statement. Allah Ta'ala, he says, will translate it means, and we did not send any messenger before you except that we revealed unto them that verily none has the right to be worshipped in truth except for me. So therefore worship me. Allah Ta'ala, he revealed that to every prophet, to every messenger. Worship Allah and Allah alone. Do not worship the statues. Do not worship the stones. Do not worship the righteous people. Do not worship the angels. But worship Allah and Allah alone. Imam Nikathiri says, وَلِهَذَا قَالَ حُنَفَاء He said, and this is why Allah Ta'ala, after this he says, حُنَفَاء That these are the ones who, they are the people of monotheism. These are the ones who they lean away from shirk towards monotheism. That they implement the tawheed. Everything is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their dua is unto Allah. Their supplication is unto Allah. When they ask, they ask Allah. All of the aspects and, and, and categories of worship, they devote them unto Allah and to Allah ta'ala alone. Establishing the tawheed. Also, this is like the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَقَدَ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا أَنِعْمَدُ اللَّهَ وَاشْتَنِبُ الطَّاغُوتِ Allah Ta'ala's statement will translate it means and we have sent to every nation a messenger proclaiming worship Allah alone and stay away from the false deities. Ya Allah, Implementing the Tawheed is a must. In this surah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala He explains to us the condition, the situation and the end result. Of those who disbelieve from the Jews and the Christians and from the polytheists. Of those who believe from the Muslims. And Allah Ta'ala, he highlights some important characteristics. Allah Ta'ala, he says, And they establish the prayer. Because the establishment of the prayer, it is from the most noble and the best of the actions of worship. It is the best act of worship from the ibadat al-badan, from the actions of worship that we do by way of our limbs. The salah is the best of them, the most important. So how are we and how are our prayers? They establish the prayer. Not those who perform the prayer, but those who establish the prayer. And establishing the prayer means that we establish the prayer the khusur of the prayer, the humility that we should have in the prayer, the attentiveness that we should have in the prayer, that we pray correctly, we pray on time, so on and so forth. We establish the prayer. How are we as it relates to establishing the prayer? And then Allah Ta'ala, He says, And they pay the zakah. And the payment of the zakat, then this is the good treatment that is extended to those who are poor, those who are in need. How are we as relates to extending a good hand to those who are poor and those who are in need? This should be a concern for us. These things are highlighted. These two things are highlighted 
by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah ta'ala, he says, And that is the true religion. That is the right way. That is the right way of life. The establishment of a tawheed, being upon that which the messengers they were upon, doing that in which Allah ta'ala has commanded us to do, from those things that benefit us, and extending a helping hand to others and doing those things that benefit others. That is the right deen. That is the correct deen. And many of the imams, they used to utilize this verse as a proof and evidence. Because like Imam Zuhri, was Shafi'i, like Imam Shafi'i, they used to use this ayah, they will use this ayah to prove that actions enter into what is iman. Because Allah Ta'ala, he mentions here in describing what is the proper religion, what is the right way, and the deen, the deen is iman, and so on and so forth. Allah Ta'ala, he mentioned the salah and the zakat, these are actions. These are actions. So actions are from iman. Iman is not just that which is in your chest. But it's that which is in your chest, that which is upon your tongue, statements of the tongue, and actions of the limbs, it goes up, it goes down. So we have to be of those who are doing and performing righteous good deeds if we want to be successful. This is nothing but a reminder because the short period of time inside of a khutbah doesn't give justice to go over in depth and detail the likes of this particular surah or any other surah. You need a class to sit down, to ponder, to think, to reflect and the like. So I encourage everyone to utilize this just as an encouragement as some motivation to go and learn more. Allah Ta'ala, he goes on and he says, min And that those who disbelieve from the people of the book and from the polytheists. I want to stop here for a quick second because there's a doubt that is flimsy. But nonetheless, you may hear it. That is people who they come and they say, when you look at this verse, you see that not every Jew and Christian is a kafir. Not every Jew and Christian is a disbeliever. Because Allah Ta'ala, he says, those who disbelieve, in the ladina kafiru, those who disbelieve from the people of the book. So this is an indication that from the people of the book are those who disbelieve, and from the people of the book are those who believe. So there are some Jews and Christians, and they attend by this, after the sending of the Prophet who are believers. When people bring such foolish doubts you don't have to look far and wide to refute them but go back to the proof to the text that they're trying to use outside of its context read it from beginning to end and you'll find therein the refutation because Allah Ta'ala he says that verily those who disbelieve in Ahlul Kitab so based upon their concept are we going to say that there are some Jews and Christians who are disbelievers and some Jews and Christians who are believers. 
If so, then that will mean that there are some polytheists who are disbelievers and some polytheists who are believers. Does it add up? It does not. All of the polytheists, those who worship statues and idols and commit shirk and so on and so forth, they are all disbelievers. And they are mentioned in concert with who? With the Jews and the Christians, which is an indication because they are from the same group. They are all disbelievers. Allah Ta'ala tells us what is going to be the end result for them. Yawmul Qiyamah, what is their end result? What is their final place of abode? Allah Ta'ala, he says, They will be inside of the fire of hell. They will be inside the fires of hell. How long? Forever. And then Allah Ta'ala, he says, and these individuals, they are the worst of creation. These disbelievers who they commit shirk, they are the worst of creation. These disbelievers who refuse to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are the worst of creation. Who is more transgressive than them? Who is more ungrateful than them? Those who use the very things that Allah ta'ala has given them from their person, first and foremost, then all of their resources, they utilize everything that Allah has given them to worship other than Allah. Who is more ungrateful than that? They are the worst of the creatures. Then Allah Ta'ala tells about those who believe. The flip side. Barely those who believe. And they work righteous good deeds. Here again. Belief, work in righteous good deeds, it has to be in tangent together. Not just, I believe, that's it, I don't have to do nothing, no. But you have to put forward righteous good deeds like you have been commanded to do. Allah Ta'ala, he says, that these individuals, they are the best of the creatures. If you want to be the best, how do you be the best? By believing correctly and by working righteous good deeds. By believing correctly and working righteous good deeds. That's how you be the best. Being the best, it's not about how much money you got. It's not about the type of watch you have. It's not about the type of shoes you have. It's not about the type of vehicle you have. It's not about how beautiful your spouse is and so on and so forth. No. That does not equate to success. What equates to success, what equates to being the best, belief and righteous good deeds. We all want the best for our children. All of us, or we should, want the best for our children. But if we don't know what the best is, we're going to be incapable of directing them to it. You want the best for your child? Make sure your child believes correctly. And make sure that they're performing righteous good deeds, that they're good Muslims. That's what it means to be the best. If your child becomes the best surgeon in the world, but they don't believe properly, they don't practice the Islam. They don't do what they're supposed to be doing. Then you have not put them in a situation so that they could win. But rather you have set them up for loss. Because getting into Jannah, what is a requirement? It's not being the best surgeon in the world. It's not being the best architect in the world. It's not being the most rich in the world. No way. It's about believing correctly and working righteous good deeds. So if you want to be anything Worthy of writing home about, 
You make sure you believe and you work righteous good deeds. So now you're something if you're the best surgeon in the world because before that, you believe and do, and do righteous good deeds. That's what makes you good. You could be the best engineer in the world, but before that, you believe and do righteous good deeds. That's what makes you good. And that's how you push your children to do excellence. That's how you push them to excel. By excelling in everything that they do. But first and foremost, their religion, their deen. What is the reward for these ones? Allah Ta'ala says, Jazauhum, Endarabihim, that their reward with their Lord, Jannat. They will have the gardens, the paradise, Jannatu Adan, and Tajiri, Mintahtihal, and Har. They will have the gardens of bliss of Adan, of which, under which rivers flow. How long are they going to be there? For a little bit of time? A little bit? Allah Ta'ala, He says, Khalidina fiha abada. They will be there forever, forever. Khalidina fiha, you already understand they're going to be there forever. But then when you add to it, abadan, this like saying they're going to be there forever, forever. They ain't never leaving. That's where they're going to be forever. How, forever, ever. You understand? That's the forever, ever you want to be in. The gardens under which rivers flow. Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him. You have to understand this is what it's really about. It's not about the houses in Jannah. Although we want that. It's not about the beautiful maidens of Jannah. Although we want them. It's not about the fruits and the, and the pleasures of Jannah. Although we want it. What is it really about? That Allah is being pleased with you. Imam Ibn Kathir says, He says, and the fact that Allah is pleased with them, then this is greater than anything that they have been given from the bliss that will never end. That's the best part of it, is that Allah is pleased with you. That is the best reward, is that your Lord is pleased with you. That is the best reward. That trumps all of the other things that is inside of Jannah. That Allah is pleased with you is better than all of that. You see? We love Allah. But does Allah love us? This is what we got to be striving for. This, when you look at it from this standpoint, it changes everything. Because now the people being pleased with you really doesn't fit into your equation because you're only worried about Allah being pleased with you. So if Allah is pleased with you and the people are not, you don't care. And if the people are pleased with you and you're doing things that Allah is not pleased with, again, it doesn't register on your Richter scale. Why? Because you know you're going to be a loser if everybody in the world loves you but Allah is not pleased with you. You're still going to be a loser. So you don't care about what they think. You strive to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you strive to please Allah, those who are righteous, those who are good, they will love you and they will be happy with you. Who is this for? Who can have this characteristic? That's for the one who truly fears his Lord. That's for the one who truly fears his Lord. So he is motivated to do good and stay away from evil because he fears his Lord. He is striving after the pleasure 
of his Lord that his Lord is pleased with him. This is what motivates him and her to get up for Fajr. This is what motivates them to spend from their wealth upon the poor. This is what motivates them to sacrifice feasts of Elilah. This is what motivates them to learn and study their religion because they want Allah to be pleased with them. Now reflect. Allah Ta'ala has sent to us a book. Allah Ta'ala has revealed to us a book, sent to us a messenger. Are we taking advantage of what Allah has given us? Is this a part of our daily day-to-day? Are we looking inside the Quran or are we acting in a most ungrateful manner as relates to the presence that Allah Ta'ala has given us? Everyone has to answer that within themselves. Everyone has to make the appropriate adjustments if needed, definitely needed, to do better, be better. Aqimu salah.